new on Curiosity Street. Louis B. Mayer, Jack Warner, William Fox. Hollywood was the city of dreams, but the beginnings were a nightmare. You will never work in this town again! It's Titans, the rise of Hollywood. And Merapi, one of the world's most active volcanoes. Can we better predict its next deadly eruption? A new expedition hunts for life-saving answers on exploring the volcano. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Charlotte McGuire. I encourage you to give thanks always, especially for our children and especially for their education. The mission of the New Heights Education Group, Incorporated, is to promote literacy for children and adults by offering a range of education support services. Such services include assisting families in the selection of schools, organization of educational activities, and acquisition of needed materials. We promote a healthy learning environment and enrichment program for families of preschool and school-age children, including children with special needs. We offer support to all students, whether in public schools, private schools, charter schools, or home schools. Each week, this show explores new topics on Common Core. I know everyone is talking about Common Core state standards. Our goal is to share truth and dispel myths about Common Core so families can come together in knowledge, action, and voices for education. It is important that you know as much about Common Core state standards and its companion tests. Partnership for Assessment of Readiness for College and Careers, or PARC. You need to know this so you can make informed choice about your children's education. Last week's show was about Common Core High Stakes Testing. We heard excerpts from Dr. Gary Thompson, a renowned clinical psychologist for the states of Utah and California. He questioned the validity of the PARC test. He even offered $100,000 for proof that the test is valid based upon established scientific and ethical standards. We had a slight audio challenge last week, so I want to emphasize for you again the four elements of validity Dr. Thompson said a test must meet to be considered valid. Number one, the test must do what it says it's going to do. Number two, you must prove it before you give it. Number three, you must acknowledge the limitations of the test. 
And number four, you must have informed consent of parents. Dr. Thompson went on to say it was critical, as the Hippocratic Oath says, the test will do no harm to our children. We should be concerned about the high stakes of park testing and its impact on our children's education because, as Dr. Thompson said, you cannot reduce our children to nothing but numbers. Our children are unique, they are creative, and they are future leaders of the world. Today's show will focus on PARC, Common Core Test, and our children. You will hear firsthand from a senior high school student who will give an account of real-life experiences that he has observed or heard of students and parents to prepare and take the PARC test. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. Now let's get to the topic for today, Park Common Core Test in Our Children. As background, the Partnership for Assessment of Readiness for College and Career Tests are promoted as high-quality, computer-based K-12 through grade assessments in mathematics and English language arts literacy. An Education World article reported that despite the number of students refusing to take the Common Core Park test this spring, more than 2 million tests have been completed over the last week. Eventually, they expect the number of tests to be completed to be over 5 million by the end of the school year. I am honored to have on the show today a courageous young person who can talk about the students at his school, how they felt in preparing for the test and taking the test, and talk a little bit about expectations, anxieties, and are our students stressing just to test? Please welcome Mr. Dylan Henson. He is a senior at Northmont High School in the Inglewood Clayton Township, Ohio area. Hello, Dylan. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you? I am great. Uh, today we are talking about the park test and our children, and we've had a lot of what I call website reports, news flashes, and of course the park incorporated company promotes their version of what's happening with the test and our students. But I thought today we would hear firsthand what you believe or have heard from the students and the test. But tell us first a little bit about yourself. Um, I go to Northland High School. I, my name is Dylan Henson. I'm 15 years old. And uh, that's about it. I come, I'm pretty intelligent, I would say, 
and I get I get good grades in school. So did you have to take the park test? No, I actually did not have to take it this time. Why not? Um, the park test was it was there was a test for an American government class, but I had already completed the class, therefore I didn't have to take tests for it. Did you know many children that had to take the test? Yes. Uh, what were they saying about the test? Well, the week prior, they were talking about it, saying that they didn't want to take it, and they were stressed. They were basically just stressing out about having to take it, having to take it. They said they were trying to opt out. A lot of them was trying to have their parents opt them out to take it. So it was. It was. They were pretty. They didn't want to take it. So they how did the school prepare them to take the test? Did they talk about that? As far as I know, the schools they didn't really prepare them to take it. But well, I, uh, I, go on. What were you saying? No, go on. I, I haven't heard anything about the preparation, but I haven't seen anything or heard about them preparing themselves or the schools preparing them to take it. Well, did you talk to any students or do you sense that more of the classroom day is taken up in test preparation and practice tests as opposed to what you may have seen some years earlier? I do see a lot of a lot of um oh, oh, uh, the Ohio graduation tests. They prepare a lot for they do a lot of preparation for that in the classroom. In my science class, okay. we actually took pretty much uh almost a whole week trying to prepare the students for to take the Ohio graduation test. So if you were preparing for a whole week to take the test, what happened to your schoolwork for that week? My teacher decided to split the day. She she was split the day into um half half test preparation and we would do a little bit of work that day also. But the day was mostly mostly test preparation. Well, tell us a little bit about the personal experience in your family with Park. My little brother, he is in the fifth grade, I believe, and he had he had to take the test. He came home the week of the test stressing about it. He didn't want to take it. He asked my mom if she could opt him out. And she said she told him no, of course, because she uh, has been. She was a teacher, so she feels like he should take the test to prepare himself, I guess. But yes, he he stressed out a lot about the test. He had a lot of anxiety about taking it. Did he want to go to school on those days? No, he did not. He he really he really wanted to stay home. He wanted to opt out, but my mom she made him she made him take it. So, nationalized standard tests are important. They said for college preparation and for careers. And I'm sure by your mother being a teacher, she has talked to you about test preparation, but. The question is, does it stifle your creativity? If you're focused on test taking, 
can you at the same time uh, be open to creativity, you know, tapping into your gifts, your talents, the the things that make and distinguish you from every other child in the whole white world? This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest-growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully-accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. There's not much time that you have to strengthen your creative side or really do anything that you like. You can find time, like, on the weekends, but during the school week, it's between homework, sports, extracurriculars outside of school. It takes up most of your day. And then also trying to get enough sleep at the same time. So... I want to thank you for sharing with us what you see is happening at your school and what happened with your little brother. I think it's very important that our listeners understand that they need to know about the park test, how much time is taken in the school day, what is being compromised in the school curriculum or the daily lesson plans so our children can prepare to take the park test. So thank you so much. Anything else you'd like to share with our listening audience? Um, Yes, I did notice that a lot of kids that took the test, they didn't take it as seriously as the state would want them to because they didn't want to take it. So they kind of just blew it off. Which means the end result, the evaluation results for your school building could be affected, right? Correct. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing with us, and I look forward to talking to you again. You too. Well, as you can hear from Darren, Dylan, um, one of the things we are concerned about is the park experience. Yesterday, just yesterday, the Cleveland Plain Dealer reported on a testy session to be held by the Ohio Senate Advisory Committee on Testing with representatives of Park and Pearson. Pearson is the international publishing and testing giant and the American Institute of Research. Uh, They are the creators of the Ohio's test for science and social studies. This session was designed to address increasing opposition to PARC. A survey of Ohio educators by the advisory committee found that most are unhappy with how the first round of this new online test is going from both providers. Both teachers and superintendents, the study showed, were 100 times more likely to strongly disagree that the test went well than to those who said strongly agreed that it did. And dissatisfaction with Park is high in the Ohio House. On Tuesday, the House leadership proposed a new version of the state budget bill that cuts all funding. Did you hear me? All funding for tests through Park. Here's an update. This just happened April 14th, 
2.30 p.m. on the rewrite of the Elementary and Secondary Education Act, currently known as the No Child Left Behind Bill. The new act will be titled, get this, Every Child Achieves Act, and it will maintain No Child Left Behind assessment schedule, which has been a nightmare over the last 10 years and requires states to report on the performance of various subgroups of students. Uh, The success bill, Every Child Achieves Success, is supposed to be a bipartisan bill to fix No Child Left Behind, but with federal guardrails and a little or no input from the government the people. I want to keep before you the U.S. Constitution never gives any authority to the federal government to dictate to the states in education matters. As a matter of fact, we just got a bulletin that says the re- to reactivate No Child Left Behind, it will require a substantial vote in the Congress Senate Education Committee. You need to reach out to those who represent you because whether it's called the Student Achievement Success Act or No Child Left Behind Act, it is federal overreach. Um, A leopard doesn't change its spots. Let's keep an eye on this bill for the sake of our children's education. Let us hold to the basic provision of the 1979 Department of Education Organization Act, Section 1033, which states parents have the primary responsibility for the education of their children and states, localities, local school boards, and private institutions have the primary responsibility to support the parental role and right to educate their children. Again, you can call in to talk with us today by calling our number. Our number is 619-924-0699. Again, that's 619-924-0619. We have a guest that has logged on. Um, Let's see. Hello, guest. Do we have a caller? Okay. Well, one of the things we have to remember, too, is that when we want to check with our governors and elected officials, that we have to remember that our children are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. That means rights that can't be separated from them as unique creations. And those rights are the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And all our children deserve options and opportunities to be all they're designed to be, but to be contributing members of a productive society worldwide. And our children need excellence in education. They need to be able to develop their creative, analytical, and critical thinking skills and not just be a number and a test taker. I remember what Dr. Thompson also said, nothing is common 
about the core of our children. Listen next week. We're going to talk about opting out. So thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings. At One Day University, we feature hundreds of top-rated professors from Stanford, Harvard, Michigan, Texas, UCLA, and other schools across the world to explore history, music, politics, art, science, and much more. Every Wednesday, our weekly scholar newsletter includes five fascinating short video clips of our most notable professors discussing a brand new topic, plus special reports and topical debates as well. Sign up for free at OneDayU.com. That's O-N-E-D-A-Y-U.com.